Yo, everybody, it's King here, and I want to welcome you all back to the Plan to Fail podcast. So, I can pretty confidently say that we all know what rules are. I mean, some of us would like to break rules, some of us like to follow rules. I'm not here to judge, but what I'm curious about is, how many of you actually know what a rule is? If you've been through school, chances are you've been taught to fear one thing. That thing is called failure. What they didn't teach you is that the more you fail, the faster you learn and succeed. Join me on my journey to uncover the reason why most graduates leave school feeling lost and confused. We'll unlock the secret to finding clarity, direction, and purpose in life. My name is King Lau, and welcome to Plan to Fail. I have to be honest with you, if any of you know what rules are, I'd be quite impressed because it's something that I honestly didn't even learn until like two weeks ago, not even, maybe less than two weeks ago. So if you're one of those people that don't know what a rule is, don't worry. This is why I wanted to dedicate an episode to this. So what is a rule? So a rule is basically a bullshit rule. And what do I mean by that? As the name suggests, a bullshit rule is rules that we follow that are pretty much bullshit. They're pretty much a set of rules that we live by that we've learned through either our own experience or through the experiences of the people around us. And I'm not here saying that all the rules we live by are rules, but there are some that we live by that we feel like it's true, but it might not necessarily mean it's true. I think the phrase common sense isn't so common really captures what rules really are. Because if something is common sense to one person, but it could be extremely crazy for another, this really helps paint um, a picture of how we perceive the world through our own lens. And that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody else sees it the same way. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. Having a different perspective um, makes you unique, right? But there are certain rules that we believe that are actually holding us back from being the best version of ourselves. So without further ado, let's jump right into the very first rule that you might not even know that you're following. So the first rule is, the pursuit of money is wrong. This one really hits home for me just because this was my experience growing up. I grew up in a Christian family, so it was always frowned upon to chase money. And growing up, I never really understood because how I saw money growing up was that money was just a tool. But a lot of the people I grew up with, and including my family, they saw it as you just need enough money to survive and you should focus your energies on other religious practices so you can have a good afterlife. That was pretty much it. So I've had countless clashes with my parents growing up because we just had a different view. I mean, there was even a verse in the Bible that said the love of money is the root of all evil. And it's something that Growing up, I really disagreed with just because I saw money as a tool, like I said before. And what you decide to do with that money is up to you. Can you use it for evil? Yeah, for sure you can. But on the flip side, you can also do a lot of good with it. If you have a good heart and you want to make a lot of impact, you want to impact and help a lot of people in the world, it requires money, like it or not. So the whole idea that pursuing money means that you're greedy and evil, that doesn't necessarily mean that's true. And over the years, my whole perspective on money has really changed. How I look at money nowadays is that money is the receipt of the value you provide. The more value you provide, the more money you're going to get. A good way to illustrate this is look at Apple. They're one of the richest companies in the world. 
Do they make absorbance amount of money? Yes. Does that make them evil? That really depends who you ask. But think about how Apple has changed the world through the iPhone. And not just Apple. Think about all the other big companies out there that are making a lot of money. If you put some thought into it, most of these companies have created something that pretty much created a paradigm shift in the world that changed how the world operated in one way or another. And because of the value they were able to provide, that's why they're where they are today financially. So if you're somebody that has struggled with the whole negative feeling of wanting to pursue money, what I want you to do is look at it in a different way. The more money you make, that means the more lives you've impacted. And once you're able to reframe that, that's going to change your whole perspective on money and the pursuit of money. So the second rule that you might not know that you're following is that success equals hard work. And I'm sure a lot of you relate to this one because we live in a society where we reward hard work. The harder, like we've grown up the, um, with the whole idea that in order for you to become successful, you got to hashtag hustle, right? I mean, we built a whole culture surrounding the idea of hard work. But life is more than just working hard. It's not so black and white where like if you're lazy, then you're not, you're, you're not going to be successful. Or if you're a hard worker, you're, gonna, you're going to be successful. It's actually quite the opposite where it's all about working smart and not hard. I mean, the whole work ethic is a good thing. And that's why our society teaches us to work hard. But what is more important actually is that we focus on finding ways to work more efficiently. Because you could do the same job in so many different ways. You can create a project, you can create a business in so many different ways. And while you can work hard every single day of your life, the key to success is actually working smart, finding ways to leverage other people's knowledge, to leverage other people's time, to find more efficient ways to get your work done faster. And I think the dangerous thing about the whole mentality of success equals working hard is the fact that a lot of the times we feel like we're being productive, we're doing something that it, it, it adds meaning to our lives when we work hard. And that could be a really slippery slope because there's a lot of people that end up just working every single day, not making a lot of progress. So it's really important that we focus on the things that actually move us forward instead of just doing what we call busy work. And that's why it's super important for us to keep learning new ways and new techniques to make us work more efficiently. And I have firsthand experience with this. My whole time in finance, the four years, I pretty much worked five to six days a week, if not seven. And I remember it felt good to work hard. It felt good that I was doing something. I was building my future. But after, for example, learning digital marketing, I realized I could have done what I did in three years in three months. And that was a really humbling experience because that was when I learned that there are always more efficient ways to get things done. So working hard is important, but it's more important to keep learning, learning new techniques that will help you in your business or your everyday life. What you need to understand is that your most valuable asset will always be your time. You can always earn your money back, but once you lose time, you can never get that back. So it's a lot more important for you to find ways to, more, to work more efficiently so that you can make the most out of your time. The third bullshit rule that you might be following is that you must be realistic with your goals. And that was something that has been has been said to me pretty much my whole life that you need to set realistic goals. You can't aim high or you shouldn't aim high to be disappointed. But it's something that I find it's it's sad because we should be encouraging each other to aim for the stars because I, I'm sure we've all heard the saying that 
if you aim for the stars, even if you don't, you make it halfway, you still end up on the moon. Something to that to that effect. I can't re quite remember. But what I'm trying to get at here is that it's actually really important for us to aim high, and we should be encouraging each other to aim high because what's the point of doing anything if you don't aim to be the best at it, right? If you're going to dedicate time and energy into doing anything, then you might as well try to be the best at it. And even if you don't end up being the best, which is arbitrary, then you still end up doing really well. So um, it's something that it's, it's, it's a really simple one, but I feel like internally, a lot of us just trip up on, on this one. And that's why I want to encourage everybody who's listening to this, go out there, dream big and shoot for the stars and you, you won't regret it. So the fourth rule that you might be following is that in order to be successful, you need a college degree. And it's something that I really experienced in the early stages of my life, um, primarily in high school, because uh, for the first bit of schooling, um, I never really cared about school. Um, all of elementary school and pretty much the first half of high school, I didn't really care much for. Uh, but up until, and when I hit grade 10, I should say, uh, that's when the pressure really came on because that's when I started thinking, what am I going to do in the future? And everybody around me was aiming to get in university. So without even putting much thought into it, I, I just internalized that in order for me to be successful, in order for me to be anybody in this world, I'm going to need a post-secondary education. And I'm not saying that was a really bad goal to aim for. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm actually glad I went to university. But if I got it, if I got to do it all over again, I would actually have taken some time and figured out what I wanted to do before sinking in all that money um, in getting in a post-secondary education. And I know that a lot of people go through that, that peer pressure, I should go into school. If I don't get into a post-secondary institution, I'm a failure. But it's actually quite the opposite. I ended up going to SFU and dropping out because I studied criminology and I realized that my passions wasn't really in it. And not just my passions, I didn't even want to do anything. I was, I actually didn't even enjoy my degree. But because I had to choose something at that time, I was like, well, criminology speaks to me the most, so why don't we go forward with it? And what ended up happening is I sank three and a half years of my life into it and thousands of dollars and I ended up dropping out because that wasn't what I wanted to study in and it would just cost too much money for me to switch majors three years into my degree. So I'm not saying that college degrees aren't important, but what I'm trying to tell you right now is that it's not everything. If you look at it, the world's most successful people never had a post-secondary education. Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, just to name a couple. You even have people like Bill Gates who dropped out of college or university, whatever it was, that ended up building up Microsoft. And all these people were successful at one point or another. I know a couple of them are dead now, but they were successful to the point that you, you know, when I say the name Thomas Edison, you know that he created the light bulb. When I say Henry Ford, you know he created the first car. So having a post-secondary education might be crucial for some industries, but it's not imperative to your success. Depending on what you want to do with and achieve with your life, you might not even need a college degree to get where you want to go. So it's more important to take the time and see what you want to get into before sinking all that time and money into it. And at the end of the day, it's your life, right? So live the way you want to live. Do what you want to do. And nobody else can tell you otherwise. Live your version of you and not somebody else's version of you. So whatever you decide to do with your life, just know that a college degree doesn't equal success. Someone with a degree and someone without a degree can be equally as successful. But at the same time, 
we've there's also a lot of examples out there that people without degrees end up being way more successful than people with degrees. So you tell me which one's actually better. So the fifth and final rule is working a nine to five is necessary. And this is something that, again, really hits home for me just because ever since leaving school, ever since I dropped out, I never had a nine to five. Was it tough not having a nine to five? Was it volatile at times? Oh yes, for sure. And I'm not saying a nine to five is bad, but it doesn't mean it's necessary for everybody. It's the same thing for business. Some people are built to be entrepreneurs. Some people, some people are built to create their own business, but it's not for everybody. There's a lot of hard work and dedication people don't see behind the scenes. And it's the same for a nine to five. You'll have people that enjoy the stability a nine to five gives with benefits and a pension and all that, all the bells and whistles that come with a job. But if you put me in a nine to five, I would die because I would just die of boredom, right? And at the same time, I'm just not a person that likes following rules. So if I was in that situation, I would hate my life. But if you put somebody else in my position of trying to run a business to, to, to be an entrepreneur, they would go crazy. Let's use my sister for an example. We, are, we, we grew up in the same family, but we are very different people. She's the type of person that would really enjoy a nine to five. And I would, and I would hate it. And at the same time, if she was doing what I'm doing right now, trying to talk on a podcast, she would just crumble. So there's really no right and wrong with that. But it, it's it's hard when you have people in your life telling you you should do this or this is necessary. Not because they want bad things to happen to you. They don't want. They want the best for you. Like for example, my my mom when I first became self-employed told me that you should get a nine to five for some stability because what what happens when business is bad. But that's just the reality of business. You can't just say that I'm going to get a nine to five because there are times um, business is going to be slow. Business is only slow because of you. And as a business owner, you are fully responsible for everything that happens within your business. But I digress. I'm getting a little off track here. But to wrap it all up, what I'm trying to get at is there always is going to be people in your life that tells you you need to do this or you need to do that in order for you to find happiness, success, whatever it is. And for the most part, all these people in your lives telling you these things have the best of intentions. But what you need to understand is that we are shaped by our experiences. My experiences and even someone as close as my mom and her experiences are very different. She has her own limitations of what is possible and what isn't possible. And I have my own limitations. I'm not telling you to not take the advice of the people around you. What I really want to encourage you to do is to critically think of all the things that you've learned through yourself, your experiences, or the experiences of others, and question them. It's always healthy to question your beliefs because that's what that's how you improve, right? By questioning and seeing how you can improve on the different beliefs or aspects of your life. Just know that almost everything in life is arbitrary. These might be my top five rules, but it might not be yours. This is just me sharing what I believe are the top five most common rules out there. But you might truly believe that, and that's okay. The most important part is that you believe what you believe, not what somebody else's believe. But that's all I have for you today. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Plan to Fail. And until next time, stay hungry and be yourself. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plan to Fail. If you're thinking of someone who needs to hear this message, spread the word by rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. If you're like me, you're probably wondering, what are the first steps to building a solid foundation for success? My advice is to start by redefining your relationship with failure 
Learn how to embrace it by understanding its importance in both your personal and professional life. To help you get started, I wanted to give you a free copy of my ebook, Failing Forward. This book will give you the tips and tricks needed to help you redefine what failure means in your life and provide the clarity you need to achieve success. Go and download your free copy at planafail.net. Remember, you can achieve the life you've always wanted. Thank you so much for being part of this community. And until next time, stay hungry.